At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, what is up? What's going on, everybody? Joe here, Radio 690 ADV. Happy Thursday. Uh, it's Thursday morning here, so <laughs> it's, uh, um, yeah, God, morning time just gets here too quick, too quick, too, too, too quick. Anyway, uh, Radio 690 ADV, make sure you guys subscribe. Check us out on Google Podcast, uh iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we're on all of them. Also, don't forget about our YouTube channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's also syndicated over into the podcast platform as well. And our podcast platform <laughs> syndicates it back over to here to our YouTube channel uh, every uh, every Tuesday. Or I'm sorry, every Sunday and every Thursday. Uh, we also have videos that are tips on Tuesdays. And we also have our rant ride, which we do. It's a variety of everything from new rider help to we do... Uh, reviews on motorcycles. We talk about motorcycles. Uh, we bring stuff to you that we find out and we try to dump it out to you to get you information and all that type of stuff. So if you're a new rider or intermediate rider, any kind of rider, uh, make sure that you subscribe and be part of our channel and help us out. And, uh, yeah, and, and give input because there's a lot of riders out there that, uh, that, that definitely need, uh, your help and my help and, Everybody helps everybody, and everybody has a fantastic and, and awesome time riding motorcycles. Because at the end of the day, that's really kind of what it's all about. It's about getting out and riding, finding your adventure. And your adventure is not the same as mine, and mine is not the same as yours. Uh, but an adventure is an adventure. It's whatever brings happiness and sparks interest and things like that uh, in your life. Because uh, before you know it, you will be gone. <laughs> yeah, there's not an infinite time on this planet. So have fun, enjoy it, and do the best you can, and be the best person that you can. So if you're listening to this and you're tuning in, thanks so much. Don't forget, hit subscribe, give us a thumbs up, and uh, we sure would appreciate it. On to the podcast. So you've been talking about it, you've been thinking about it, you've been saving for it, and now you've got a motorcycle. Or you have uh, had a motorcycle for a little while and you've just been kind of tooting around and tinkering around uh, with your motorcycle, and our channel is mainly dual sport or adventure motorcycles but it really goes along the lines of any motorcycle it doesn't matter a motorcycle is a motorcycle as long as you ride you can you know you can do all sorts of awesome things you can just do more of them on a dual sport that's why that's, that's why i own one because i get the best of both worlds i get to enjoy the street and i get to get out onto the dirt and go see you know those really neat really cool epic places that you just can't do on a street bike you know you either need a full drive truck or something like that that's that's really what makes the dual sport motorcycles in my opinion more superior than the other motorcycles but at the end of the day a bike's a bike and it's fantastic and awesome that you know you're out riding around and having a good time because you can't really truly explain 
what it's like to ride a motorcycle until you've ridden one. I mean, that's in all reality. I mean, how can you truly explain what you're feeling and portray that to another person to where they're truly really going to get it the way that you get it? It's pretty, yeah, it's, it's next to impossible. You can say it's great. It's fantastic. It's awesome. So anyway, back onto the podcast, onto the topic, you know, I just got my, my motorcycle, whether it's a dual sport or motorcycle, what do I do now? Well, you know, the first things first that I like to tell everybody is, you know, you've probably done your research and if you haven't, you know, always research is, is amazing and it's awesome. Do as much research as you possibly can on uh, motorcycles and especially the one that you're thinking about getting or the one that you got and know as much as you can about that bike. I always like to say, how much power does it have? How much does it weigh? You know, and what aftermarket parts can I get for that motorcycle? That's that's really a, a, a nice starting point because really what it boiled down to is it boiled down to the motorcycle. And when you got that motorcycle, what can you do to it or what does it do and what can I do on it? That's that's the reality of it, because some motorcycles can actually do more than other motorcycles. So if you're a new rider or an intermediate rider for a little while and you're a street rider and maybe you're coming over to the dual sport side of the world. You know, there are, you know, there, there's just certain things that, that, that some can do better than others. So, but they're all fantastic in their, in their own right. So that's what I would do. I would find out where's the aftermarket stuff. What is it way that I want to buy? Because I need to make sure that I can handle that bike for what it is. Here's the deal. If I ever take that motorcycle out and something happens and I lay it down, let's just say it's something is, is petty as, and I've, <laughs> and I've done it. I have done it. Make no mistake. I've done it more than once, believe it or not. I've thought I've got my kickstand down, you know, cause I'm pushing my boot out and I'm trying to get the kickstand down and I've missed my kickstand. I'll tell you exactly how many times I've done it. I've done it twice. So, and literally I went to step off my bike. There was no kickstand and the bike fell down. Okay. It just fell down. It wasn't anything major catastrophic or anything like that, but you got to pick your bike up as embarrassed as you are. You still have to pick your bike up. And if you've ever done that and you're chuckling going, Oh my God, I've done that too. Probably everybody's done it at least once, but you got to make sure that, you know, you, you can get your own motorcycle up. So that really helps. So knowing the weight of your motorcycle is a big deal. And also knowing how to pick up your motorcycle is really kind of a big deal too. There's a right and a wrong way to pick up your motorcycle, especially the bigger bikes. Um, you can throw your back out and all sorts of stuff. So, but we're going to have some videos on that type stuff on, on, you know, some, some tips on how to lift your bikes and, and new rider stuff to show you how to ride better and things like that and and to do things and just little things that will will make your life a little bit easier and uh, shortcut you a little bit um, to where you can start practicing that type of stuff and get better on your motorcycle. You know, you're never too old to learn and, and you can never learn enough. That's 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 my motto. So so with, with that being said, um, knowing as much about your motorcycle as possible is great. You know, what kind of oil does it take? You know, things like that. So, um, what are my maintenance intervals? You know, when do I need to change my oil? Uh, do I need to change my oil filter every single time? Or can I do every other time? Certain motorcycles you can do every other time, believe it or not, even on my KTM, I do it almost every other time. My oil filter is not too bad, but I'm also very meticulous on how I do my oil changes. So your bike is only as good as the guy taking care of it. Remember that. So, 
now that you know certain things about your motorcycle, the next thing is you. The question is, is what you just got your bike, you're, you're, you're kind of riding the neighborhoods or whatever it is that you're doing. What's the next step? Well, the thing is, is if it's a dual sport bike and you're thinking about doing any, and I mean any type of traveling and you really need this regardless, I don't know what your budget is. Don't know how much money you have to spend. And it's not about how amazing and awesome. Everybody loves to go out and try to buy the most expensive gear. More expensive doesn't make it better. Understand that and know that. If you look down in my description, there's a lot of stuff that's in there. It's good quality stuff and it's inexpensive. I've done all the work. I do a lot of work. It's down there. So if you're looking for anything down in the description, you can see a lot of the stuff that I ride with, the things that I have bought and the things that that I've already purchased. And they're inexpensive. And and a lot of that stuff will work along the lines with most all dual sport bikes that you have, you know, um, from a helmet is your very first thing that you really, really honestly, truly need. Um, I live in Texas. We don't have a helmet law, man. You should always wear a helmet. I, I just don't care if you're on the road, wear a helmet. You hear it all the time. <sighs> he would have survived if he this and you know, and that, you know, cause he hit his head. I mean, remember your, your head is, you only get one of them. You know, you can ride without a finger. You can, you know, you can, you can ride with, you know, stitches, you know, uh, all that stuff, but you can't ride if you, you know, you smash your head. So a helmet is really a first place to start. A helmet is number one. You don't need to go buy the most expensive, craziest helmet. If you looked at my helmet, if you watch my rant rides and you watch my videos and stuff like that, I have every single helmet. I have over $3,000 in helmets. I used to be a helmet nut. I've backed myself off. The helmet that I have now is my Scorpion and uh, the 950. God, you know what? I've got a seven, almost an $800 Araya helmet. It's a KTM brand. It's fantastic. It's awesome. It's <laughs> muy bueno. You know, it's awesome. So, but my Scorpion does everything it does. It's just as comfortable. It's really it's not any heavier. <laughs> it's not. If you put them in the hands, they're not any heavier. It's just a fantastic. It's a modular. I can flip it up. I can drink water, take a sip of coffee, whatever I need to do with it. It's got flip down goggles in it, you know, but I'm not putting down that Araya helmet. It's awesome. It's fantastic. It does everything it's supposed to do. It's super, super, um, you know, it's light. It fits the bill. So does that Scorpion. You know, so, but if you're looking for like a really cool looking helmet, that Scorpion comes in a bunch of different colors. It's only 200 and something bucks, you know, and it's fantastic. It's proven. It's proven. And you want to make sure that any helmet that you buy is definitely DOT certified and don't buy a used helmet if you can helmet and, you know, if you can help it and try not to do a hand-me-down helmet. Helmets are really only good for about three years inside of the helmet. They have a foam that's inside of there. And over time, it deteriorates and breaks. It's, it's a, I forget what kind of foam it is, but what happens is, is anytime you're in an accident, that's why you always hear a lot of old school motorcycle riders, you know, guys have been riding a long time, you know, they don't, they, they don't want you touching their helmet. There's a reason for that because they don't want you to drop it. Because if you drop it, what happens is, is the foam inside of there is really made for an impact and it shatters and expands. 
that takes all the impact. So that's what protects your head. And it's kind of a really, really big deal and it's not replaceable. So keep that in mind. So if you drop your helmet, you know, just dropping it from like the tabletop or something like that. It's not quite like that. It's mainly a heavy impact. Like if you were to like smash your head on the ground at like say 10 miles an hour or more or something like that, or get thrown off your bike and hit your head on a log or something. So, but keep that in mind, you know, you want to make sure that it's DOT certified, try to buy a new one if you can. I mean, if you're just practicing in the backyard or something like that, bar up buddies, no big deal. And make sure that you get a helmet that fits. That's really, really big. A lot of people will get helmets. It's either too tight or it's too loose. A helmet, a good rule of thumb is, is basically you should be able to slide your index finger inside of your ear or your cheek, and it shouldn't feel like you're having to muscle it up in there. Also, when you move your head side to side, it shouldn't sit there. It shouldn't go back and forth super, super easy. It should be snug, but not too snug. The other thing is, is they come in different head size. They come in round and they come in oval. That's for you to find out. If you have a motorcycle shop or a cycle gear or something like that, go try one on, find out what it is, and get the right size. Make sure that you size yourself up. Number two, gloves. Gloves are a real big deal. Something happens and you come off the bike or anything like that. You, If you have to put your hands down, I'm telling you, man, I've done it both ways. And I really try to remember to wear my gloves, especially if I'm on the road and I'm off-road. I forget sometimes, but I have, I've gone down and I'm not wearing my gloves and man, you get all jacked up right there and uh, it's awful. It just, it hurts. And, and you're the first thing you're saying, I should have worn my gloves, gloves, make sure that it's got some armor, make sure that it's got some good padding in there. And, uh, and if you're adventure traveling, take two pairs of gloves. Uh, have uh, a pair of winter gloves. That way your fingers don't freeze off. If something happens, you get a freak deal that passes through in, in your uh, digits because if you can't feel your fingers, you can't ride a motorcycle. It's very, very difficult, If especially if you don't have heated grips. Next thing, a jacket, man. Get a jacket if it's, you know, I know people see me and like, oh, well, you're not wearing your, it's hot here in Texas. And I do take the responsibility, but I do try to portray and be better about it as much as I can, you know, depending on where I'm riding at. Uh, if I'm highway riding, I always wear a jacket. If I'm just shooting a video and I and you see me going around like on a neighborhood ride or something like that, speed limits are like 30 miles an hour. I'm not racing. I'm not doing things. Uh, I'm just doing it because I'm hot. But if I'm going on a 40, 60 mile ride, uh, you betcha, I'm wearing a jacket. And jackets are nice. Get one that works for you, uh, either matches your bike or whatever. And, uh, but make sure it's got a little bit of armor in there or something like that. Don't just go throw on like, you know, your, uh, blue jean jacket or something like that and go hit the highway. I mean, you can, but it's just not a good idea. Pants. Pants are great. Uh, motorcycle pants are always going to be better than regular old pants, but just, I say long pants. Uh, I try not to ride with shorts on. It's just not a good idea, especially on the road. But pants are one of those things that you just... You know, you want to make sure that you get some, you know, some type of motorcycle pants, especially if you're traveling. Um, they have some armor in them. Um, they're made to breathe. Some of them are actually waterproof. And all around, just the pant is just, it's nice. They're built much, much better than a pair, regular pair of pants. And they're made to take an, an abuse. And a good pair of pants don't cost a lot. And they'll last you years. I mean, years. I've got some. I've got three or four pair of riding pants. And, I mean, I've got some that are almost 10 years old. And they will go another probably 20. 
So <laughs> just let you know. And they didn't cost but about 150 bucks. So for the pair of pants. So, and then the number one thing, if you're getting out and you're riding and you're dual sporting and adventure riding and you're doing any type of dirt, it really is something that you need for the road. Boots, <laughs> boots. Sorry, got to have coffee in the morning. Boots are fantastic. It doesn't matter really what kind of boot you want to get. What I've learned over all the years is that boots are one of those things. Everybody's trying to find the perfect boot. And everybody's going to tell you that their boot's the best. Man, I've had them from a really nice street boot to really, really super nice adventure boots to motocross boots. And depending on what type of riding you're doing, you'll get a lot of guys that are their first thing is, is I got to get a good waterproof boot. Well, here's the deal. I don't care what anyone says. I don't believe them. There is no such thing as a waterproof boot. Water always finds its way in. There's no such thing as waterproof gear. Water always finds its way in. If you travel, you are in rain and it's longer than a 30 minute ride in the rain and it's coming down. You will be drier, but you will not be completely dry. It just, I, I, I just don't believe in it. So what I have learned is that, and I'll work on putting some stuff down in there. And I want to do a boot section uh, because that's one of the things is when you get, uh, uh, I like to call it sog toe or, uh, you know, jungle foot or whatever you want to call it, you know, where your foot gets wet and it, your feet start wrinkling and it just, you know, it just, it's, it's, it sucks. So some things, what you need to think about for your boots. So I run basically adventure boots and I run now motocross boots. And the reason I run the motocross boots is it's better on my body <laughs> when I'm riding and water's going to get in there anyway. And I'm going to show, so I want to do a tip video to show you how to alleviate uh, the wet foot. And it's fantastic. It's inexpensive. It doesn't cost a whole lot. I'm not doing it on this podcast, but the reason I wear the motocross boot is it helps with fatigue. It allows me to stand up on my bike better. It, it just all around, it just feels better. The adventure boots look neater. They look cooler. But at the end of the day, uh, the motocross type boot, it just uh, it just works better. And it, I don't have to work as hard. How's that? I just don't have to work as hard. It, it makes my life easier on the road. Down in the description, if you're looking for the pair of boots that I have, um, they're fantastic, inexpensive, and uh, you can pick them up. And they'll ship them to you and it doesn't cost you much of anything. So uh, really the, the the moral to this story is is gear because you got your bike. And make sure you start programming yourself to wear the gear as much as you possibly can. Uh, you're going to get comments all the time saying, well, you needed this and you needed that and you needed this and you needed that. At the end of the day, you're responsible for yourself. If you have a wife and kids and a family, um, you mainly want to do it for them. That's my personal opinion, because if you do it for them, then what happens is, is you're doing your absolute best to protect yourself and make sure that every ride that you do, you come home safe and everything's fantastic. So, but yeah, you just got a bike. Fantastic. I hope, um, if you're watching this and you did get a bike and you get something from this, hopefully it helps you out a lot. But the main thing is, is just do your research and find out what you really, truly want to do on that motorcycle. And when you figure that out, you know, research, research, research. And if you ever need anything, remember 69080 v at gmail.com and I'll do whatever I can. I get emails all the time from people asking questions and I do the best I can to help them out. And if I don't have the answer and I gave you an answer, heck, I might've got it from a buddy 
buddy of mine because I know lots of writers that have lots of knowledge and we have tons of subscribers that come on and they post amazing stuff down there in the comments and help everybody out. So, and the other thing is no matter what happens, no matter how you feel when you're writing, don't listen to anybody that sits there and tries to tell you that they're just the greatest writer in the world and you need to this, this, and this. Make sure that you know that person and you know what their capabilities are because anybody that is a really good writer is not going to sit there and give you some really, really dumb information. If it sounds dumb, it is dumb. Just, you know, make sure you pay attention to that. Anyway, I'm Joe, Radio 690 ADV, 690ADV.com. Make sure you go sign up on our website. That way you can get a sticker. But not only that, you're also registered for any of our giveaways that we have. So, like I said, if you got a new bike, fantastic, awesome. If you've been riding for a while, just my thing is, is everybody helps everybody. That's what this channel's all about. And before long, we're going to have a huge community and it's going to be fantastic. And it all happens because of you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You guys have a great Thursday. Don't forget tomorrow, rant and ride 9 PM. We never miss. Thanks a lot. 690 up. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.